Hey, this is the Step Over Podcast, and this is Gabriel Vitar. Welcome to the Step Over Podcast. Uh, my name is Josh, and I'm joined by, uh, I think a lot of people in Ottawa soccer circles would call this guy a legend. His name is Gabby Vitar. Uh, he's from Ottawa, and he's playing professionally for expansion franchise Vancouver FC in the CPL. Gabby, thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much for having me, man. First off, how has life been so far living in Vancouver? Like, uh, do you feel kind of settled there now? Yeah, it's uh it's a different different environment, different uh different culture not different culture, just like different weather here. It's always raining. It's a lot of different from Ottawa. But uh yeah, no, I'm getting the hang of it. I muted myself there. All right. Yeah, uh cool. so before we get into anything else, um I want to cover the basics. So you're from Ottawa. Um what neighborhood did you grow up in? So I grew up in uh most of my childhood I grew up in uh the south of Ottawa, near South Keys. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, a lot of Lebanese people living in that area. So I was able to, like, um, connect with a lot of friends there. I made a lot of friends at a young age just just because we were all Lebanese or most of us were Lebanese. And these are all friends that I still have to this day. So I'm very grateful that I was able to grow up in that environment and uh, keep my culture, my Lebanese culture in Ottawa. And I would imagine there'd be a strong soccer connection there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all used to get together after school or even before school or even sometimes during school and just, you know, grab a ball, go on the turf field, go to a near park and just play. So, I mean, it was always, I mean, it was always like soccer was always revolved, involved with our friends, uh, my family or whatever it was. That's beautiful. It was just a, it was just part of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Growing up in South Keys, did you have any like favorite hangout spots? Did you see lots of movies at the South Keys Cineplex um... there? Shawarma, I think everyone knows this one. Shawarma Palace on Bank Street is a big one. Yeah, I think some people there. know about it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a thing. Go. Yeah, <laughs> we used to always go there and, uh, you know, and just eat, chill, whatever it was. There's also a lot of nice spots in that area. There's uh, La Boca Juice. It's like a smoothie, sp- smoothie spot. It's okay. kind of Middle Eastern culture. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, these are all... Wow. These are awesome bringing back some good memories. There's also a, uh, Fonkra Cité is the high school I went to. They have a, a turf field in the back that we used to go and play during the summer. It's, uh, yeah, it was a really nice turf field. And so me and my, me and my friends, we would just get a ball. We'd like send each other texts. We'd get it. We'd set a time and we'd just go play soccer for how many hours we wanted to. And we would just, you know, enjoy time there. You know, say someone's, uh, you know, you got someone visiting town in Ottawa, and, uh, you know, I take them to like a really good shawarma place. Uh, where are you taking them? Oof. I got go to go with Palace. You got to go to Palace. Or, palace or Shawarma Station. Shawarma Station is really, uh, it's kind of slept on. I, I like it a lot because they sell uh, like meat pies and cheese pies. Okay. I like so the slept gives, on places, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it gives it, it gives like a different, it gives a different dimension. But as a, for shawarma, I would say Palace. Shawarma Palace okay. on Bank Street. Okay. Um, so like soccer was part of life. Um, but did you play anything else when you were a kid? Uh, I was, my brothers really liked American, like they loved watching the NFL. And so I got into, I never, I never played like competitively, but, uh, I loved watching it. I played it like on the stream, my friends, I also played basketball. I got into basketball a lot when I started growing older, when I started uh, getting older and, uh, yeah, no, even like to this day, like I still play basketball, my friends and stuff like that. It's a, it's a fun sport to play. 
Um, what else? And that's those are that's about it. Those are probably the three sports that I played growing up: soccer, football, and basketball. Okay. Um. So as a soccer player, um, would you say that you always had a knack for it? Like you were one of like the go-to uh guys in your team, or or did you kind of have to work at it? Um, I think I just, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I always just had a different motivation towards soccer. Like whether it was playing with friends or playing with a new club in Ottawa, like I just loved playing. I just loved being on the field for however long they wanted me to. I just, it was a different, it was a different type of sport for me. Like I felt like I was really able to express myself whenever I stepped on the field. Growing up, I was a little shy and I didn't really like to go out and like express my feelings or speak to uh, like go around and try and make new friends. Like for me, being on the soccer field was where I can really show people like who I am. And so I kind of, I kind of took that, like I kind of felt like that's what molded me as a, as a, as a young kid playing soccer. And so, um yeah no I was I was I felt like I always got along with everyone on the team I was like I never really had any issues with anybody it was it was always love and always uh always like soccer based and so yeah no that's that, that's about it it's a universal language isn't it you know yeah it really is so was there a point uh that you know you decided that you wanted to um pursue soccer as uh either like a career or you know uh play to the highest level that you could mm-hmm. um yeah so i remember going to uh my my i've i've two older brothers and one younger brother and we used to always go my oldest brother would play at parks and we'd go watch his games and um yeah no like from there i always said like if i could play soccer for a living it would be it would be great it would be amazing and so i feel like that always stuck to me and that was always in the back of my head but i never really like I never really like would go out and be like, um, like say I'm going to, I want to play professional soccer. It was just always like in the back of my head. So I always kind of worked towards it. And when it finally came true, I was just like super ecstatic about it. But I mean, like, it's not something that I kept telling myself every day. It was just, it was just like, I kind of got into the routine of what it takes to make it to the level. And thankfully, and you know, with uh, with the help of my coaches, my ex coaches, and some teammates, I was able to come true. And so you played, uh, you know, your your U sports at Carleton, um, you know, the local school. Uh, was that an easy decision for you? Um. So at the time, it was at the time it was kind of difficult because I had been coming from Ottawa Fury Academy, and uh, I had done a little trip to England to just uh, like see how the soccer environment is there, train with a couple of clubs. And so coming back, I was really keen on either signing for a professional team or trying to sign for a professional team abroad. And so that was kind of my mindset. But um, um, Emad Huash actually spoke to me. He just sent me a text just saying like, come train with Carlton and see how it is. And that was around the, that was around March. So they had that March break tournament that they have every year. And so I attended that and I don't know, I just got a good, uh, I got a good vibe with the team that they were building at the time. And with Kwesi, uh, with Kwesi just being someone that was someone that was really like well-known in Ottawa and someone that we could rely on. I was like, you know what, like this wouldn't be a bad idea with the CPL coming and coming in that year as well. So 
um yeah no i i just decided you know what like it it's it's best for me to stay home and see what i can do here and and yeah i, I mean to this day i'm grateful that i made that decision because it led me to where i am here so i can't be uh i have to be thankful for it yeah absolutely um so one point that that i wanted to make uh is that you actually have kind of a neat place in the history of the cpl um because you so a you've been drafted twice in the esports cpl draft no not many players have had the chance to be drafted um and you're actually the first pick in the history of the league and uh you can correct me if i'm wrong but if memory serves me that draft in 2018 was before like any rosters had actually been like announced uh which made you like the first player ever officially linked to a cpl squad um and I really like the draft, so I think that's cool. Um, and I like I like the draft because it, uh, you know, to me it seems like a good way to force teams in this country to take a good look at players at the esports level who you know um, might have gotten overlooked otherwise. Um, from your perspective, as someone who who went through the draft, um, do you think that uh, the draft helped at all with your development? A hundred percent. I would say that the draft was something that. It just gave it gave university uh, players a chance to really see what a professional environment really is, and I feel like a lot of players like say a lot of university players at that age they say that they want to play professionally, but it's really once you step into it and see what kind of work it takes day in day out, sometimes months of preseason, and then some players like they fall out of it. They don't really want to pursue a career in that anymore. And so for me, I'm uh, getting drafted to Calgary. And going to play in that environment, which was uh, in the first year, Calgary was like a, they were kind of like the powerhouse of the CPL in the first year. They were, they were winning games week in, week out. And so for me to be in that environment, it was really like an eye opener. Like These guys, they work, they come into work every single day and they do not take a day off. And those were the results they were getting. So for me, it was kind of an eye opener. Like if I want to be at that level and if I want to win at this level, this is the kind of work I need that needs to be done. And so, um, yeah, no, I say I, I would say that it taught me really how to be a professional at a young age, which was something that I would not have been able to teach myself. So, yeah, no, I feel like the draft is a great it's a great uh, I mean, it's a great thing for for Canadian soccer in general. But I feel like it's also a great thing for the students that want to be at that level to see if, you know, they have what it takes or if they want to do that. Um, is there anything about the draft that uh, uh, that you might change about it that could make it better? I feel like there's a lot of older players that play U sports that get over overlooked because of their age yeah. or because they haven't really played in uh played in like, I don't know, at, at a higher level before. Like, I mean, I think if I you're older, my... you might not count towards those, those U 21 minutes either. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I could speak for myself uh, as an example. Um, I remember being like 20 when I entered the second or sorry, when I entered the draft in the third year, when we hosted nationals, I had entered and I didn't get selected. And I had spoken with my agent. He told me that my age was an issue. And I went on to have probably my, my best season so far as a professional uh, player. And so for me, it was like, uh, it's, it's, tough to, it's, tough to, it's tough to say that a player is done when he's like in his tw- 20s, young 20s, because I feel like it's just, that's just North America soccer. Like if you're, or sorry, European soccer, if you're like 25, you're considered old in the soccer world. And so... Yeah, that's. I would say that's one thing I would change. I would say the under twenty one minutes because I think that there are a lot of great players that are in their mid twenties that are still dedicated and that are still 
hungry to play at that pro level that just aren't given the opportunity because of their age and they're never really going to be looked at. So that would be the only thing I'd change. Yeah, no, I've had a lot of conversations about the U21 minutes and uh, I think in general, that's something that could stand to be adjusted, but I think that's uh, it's another conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year uh, you played for FC Edmonton. Uh, so that was an interesting situation. Um, and, uh, but you, like, you, like you had a great season, you know, you, you scored five goals and, uh, and, you know, I watched some FC Edmonton matches and, and you always, you always seem to be, uh, one of the better players on the pitch, if not the best player on the pitch from the matches I saw. Um, but like with the league taking over the team and, uh, you know, sort of running a bare bones operation, it was, it seemed weird from the outside. Um, so I was wondering if you could talk a bit about like what last season was like for you. Yeah, no, it was a tough situation for the club. I mean, it was a tough, it was tough for everyone that was kind of involved. But um, you know how it is. Like as a player, you just once you get on the field, like you don't really think of that stuff. And so, um, I mean, we we did a really good job of that. And Alan Koch, who was the coach uh, last year, he did a really good, really good job of that to kind of push those distractions away from the team and really just focus on what we had to do on the field. I mean, the results they weren't great, but. I feel like as a team, we we didn't really get blown out in a lot of games. We might have gone blown out in like one or two. We were competitive in most of the games, and a and lot of what, teams, yeah, like no one expected that. But you guys, you guys played well. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I feel like I feel like everyone in the beginning of the season was kind of writing us off as just a team. They were saying some crazy stuff like this team will win zero games. They'll score like ten goals. And so that kind of fueled us. And we didn't really re- like focus on that ownership part. We just showed up to uh, training, worked, and stayed together. We kept we kept a positive environment. And the results are the results. But, I mean, I felt like we had some games where we were better than the other opponents and we lost. So, I mean, like, it was, I would, I, it was a great season for me just because I learned a lot about, like, how to fight through adversity and, I had, hadn't really been on a losing team for a long time playing for Carlton. And so this was like the first season where losing week in, week out was like something I, I, I wasn't used to. And so, yeah, no, I'm thankful for that experience. And I mean, hopefully we can get the team in Edmonton soon back in the CPL. It was, it was fun while it lasted. And yeah, that's a good point. Like, was it hard to keep your head up? Um, Not really. Like when you're on the field, you're not really thinking about, your standings and where you're sitting on in the record. I mean, we, we were just, we just came into every game hoping to get three points out of it. So I would say, I would say it became a distraction earlier on when, when like uh, one soccer, other media platforms would say FC Edmonton is, I don't know, going to finish last for sure. Like I would say that's when it had the biggest distractions on us. But once the season started and, we started to get things going. No one really talked about it. None of the players really thought about it. We just got on the field and tried to play to the best of our abilities. Okay. Um, so this off season with, you know, with FC Edmonton officially going under, um, what was the off season like for you? Were like, were you looking for contracts abroad? Um, and how did you end up ultimately uh, coming to Vancouver FC? Um, there was, yeah, no, there, there were, I was, I was, I was getting some interest from from other clubs uh, domestically and uh, and abroad, but um, 
when I had the sit down interview with uh, Afshin and uh, Oliver from from Vancouver, I felt like I felt like they were really they were really trying to build something special here. And I mean, Afshin's resume speaks for itself. He's coached in three World Cups. He's coached in first division Iran. He's coached in the Super League, Chinese Super League. So, I mean, for me to be coached by a player like that was kind of a no brainer. And also, Rob Friend is an amazing owner. He won the CPL with Pacific two years ago. And so, I feel like the support system around this team was great. I felt like the club was great. The head coach was was arguably the best head coach in the CPL resume, resume wise. So, yeah, for me, it was just kind of it was kind of a no-brainer to come here and see what happens. Hopefully we can do some damage in the, in the CPL this year and, you know, maybe win uh, playoff games and play in the finals. You know, it's a brand new club. Um, it looks like the stadium is finally getting put together over there. Um, you know, what's your experience been uh, like with this expansion franchise? It's been great. Honestly, the, uh, the stadium's coming along nicely. The, I mean, it doesn't really feel like an expansion team. The the no? the ownership, the ownership and the staff is really um, they're really really they're really focused on this year, and they they really want us to feel like there's no there's no distractions from outside. So they're not really putting any of that on us. They're just telling us as long as you come in and you work hard, we'll we'll supply with you guys with whatever you guys want. So, I mean, it's been it's been a great experience so far. I mean, I we really just can't wait for the season to start see, to see how we fare on the field. But no, as a as a club, I feel like they've done every they've done their best to keep their players happy, which is all we can ask for. And uh, one of the kits that was revealed for Vancouver FC looks awfully similar to Carlton's, so it does kind of <laughs> look right on you, you know. Even though I think most people, like most people in Ottawa, would love to see you in in uh, Atletico stripes instead, but it does like you do seem <laughs> to fit the part there, so. Yeah, I was I, I saw a couple of uh, funny tweets on Twitter saying Ottawa did it better, but <laughs> <laughs> um. So have you had a chance to uh, you know explore the region at all? Like um, you know, I feel anytime people from Ottawa visit the West Coast, it's you know so beautiful there. We're always like, well, why don't we live here instead? Have you have you had a chance to explore the West Coast? Uh, it's it's preseason, you know. Everyone, it's a busy schedule. Fair, so we haven't yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, we've been. I mean, like we've been to, we've been downtown, obviously it's a beautiful, we've seen the mountains. We haven't, we haven't been hiking or anything, but we've seen them. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's beautiful. The scenery here is beautiful. The weather's nice when it's not raining, which is every day. But um, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's truly a beautiful city and yeah, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, discover it a little more to get, give you a better answer on that. But from what I've seen, it's, it's, it's really nice. Right on. Um, all right, Gabriel, you've been really uh, generous with your time. Um, I just have a few quick questions for you before I let you go, okay? No problem. All right. Uh, what's your favorite sport besides soccer? NFL, football. Okay. Your favorite team in the NFL? The Rams, Los Angeles Rams. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what's your favorite soccer field in Ottawa? Elizabeth Manley interesting okay it's uh, yeah yeah it's a community park it's where i had most of my games for when i was playing uh youth soccer and it's just a park that i always kept in my head right on uh who has had the biggest impact on your career so far i would say my parents 
lots of drives to games. Yeah, lots of lots of drives to games, snacks, cooked meals, everything, everything. Right on. Um, who is the best player you've ever played with or against? Oof, it's a big question. I would say best player I've played with. I would uh, let's start with against. I'll say, okay, sure. Yeah, I, th- I think I think against it would be. Um, I was on trial at TFC two in my first year at Carlton. Okay, and we played against uh, Syracuse University at the time, and that was when they had Kamal Miller and uh, Tejon Buchanan. Oh wow! And okay, th- and those guys, yeah, and those guys were just those guys were just at a different level. They were, yeah, they were really, really solid players from, from a young age. And then playing with, I would have to say, playing with, that's a tough question. I mean, there are so many great players. I mean, I can, I can name basically the whole Carlton roster. There's been some great players to go through there. Yeah. There's been some great players that played for Carlton. As you know, there's been, I've had players like Tony, uh, Imad, Danny, Dario, Steph, Ricky. I've had a lot of great players at Carlton, and um, you know what I mean. Those are the guys that I, I was really playing most of my career with, and so yeah, I would have to say those guys. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, so you know a lot of a lot of players in Ottawa. Who is the best player in Ottawa who is not currently playing professionally? Oof, you're putting your scout hat on now. Um, the, see, these are tough questions, man. I I think there are, and I'm putting I you on the spot. Are, I think there are plenty of them, honestly. Um, I feel like Ottawa players just a lot of them get underlooked because of well, they're from Ottawa, and there's no really like there's no real academy like Impact or Toronto FC or Whitecaps to really back them. So I feel like I can't name off the top of my head, but. There's a lot of like, for example, when I was training the off season, I trained mostly with players from Ottawa that didn't really have contracts or that used to play professionally, mm-hmm. and no clubs picked them up. But playing there, I was like, it felt it felt like I was playing at a CPL level. Like these guys were these guys were really really good players, but they just weren't signed. That was the only difference. Okay. Um, uh, what's your favorite food? It's called it's a Lebanese dish. It's called mukhrabiyeh. It's like, it's like a type of pasta with chickpeas and chicken. And they put, um, they put chicken stock and they just let it boil for like 30 minutes. It's a real, I suggest you try it. I suggest you Google it and you try it out. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, that leads to my next question is where's your favorite place to get that food? So maybe I can just go there. Um, see, this is the thing. There's not really a lot of spots in, in, Ottawa or Canada, honestly, that that sell oh, that. Really, food. it's really, it's really a home dish. It's like something that. It's like a mom's it's dish like kind a, of thing. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of like uh. It's like, it's not like a poor man's dish, but it's like a home food dish. It's like something that you make at home when it's like a stew kind of. You don't you don't okay. you won't get it out often. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what's the better halftime snack? Oranges or watermelons? Watermelons, not okay. even close. <laughs> um. All right, you got a surprise presentation in five minutes, and you didn't know about it at all until right now, so you are not prepared. What is something that you could talk about for an hour with no preparation? Messi versus Ronaldo. Really? Okay. Yes. That is a that is a debate that I can 
have for days if I really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you see the argument from both sides, like, you know, the argument for Messi is this, but, but there's a strong argument for Ronaldo or, or would you be firmly on one side versus the other? I'm firmly on, I'm fir- I, I firmly believe that Messi is the greatest, but okay. I feel like that's the right answer. Ren- by the way. Ronaldo. Ren- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ronaldo's a lot of people are more attracted and driven by Ronaldo's personality and, and the way he takes care of himself and stuff like that. So I don't mind, I don't mind either or, but, yeah, I mean, like, it's a debate that we'll have until I'm until I'm old. You know what I mean? It's something that'll just be with me till forever. So yeah, I mean, it's neat to be around while they're while they're still playing. You know, to be able to like kind of like watch them the way that we can. Yeah, exactly. Gabby, that's all the questions I got for you. Thank you so much. Um, Gabby Batar and Vancouver FC kick off their first ever season April fifteenth against Pacific FC. Uh, but if you're in Ottawa, you'll be able to catch him back here when Vancouver FC takes on Atletico Ottawa at TD Place on Saturday, June 17th. Gabby, thanks again. Thank you so much, Josh. Have a beautiful day.